This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising post-game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez. I'm here with Owen Evans. And we're back on the roof. We are back on the roof. This is the first time we've been here in a minute. <laughs> so I'm glad it we're here. It has been a while. It's, it's quite nice up here. We've got a little bit of a breeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually, I'm very tempted to go run down there. You can probably see the sprinklers are going Look off. Look at that. <laughs> on the field down there getting some much needed water yeah. it's really stuffy downstairs so that's yeah, why we're up here that's we why that we decided breeze. to yeah go up here because yeah it was, it was like a sauna down there but let's talk about the game owen rising get the w today behind uh we're thanks to uh luis he has brace today a header uh an outside the the box banger just some classic luis he has stuff and you know it's it's insane how many points say has himself has earned rising this season it's it's incredible He's a fantastic player. Look, there's a reason this guy has played at a much higher level than here at Phoenix Rising. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but he's a guy who fights for it, right? And and Juan told us that after the game. He said, look, he's known Luis since he was 15. Mm. And this is a guy who's never had things handed to him. He's always had to fight. And that was the exact message that he gave uh, Luis when he came in here was, look, you're not just going to get given stuff. You have to earn it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's earning it tonight. Let's yeah. be clear with that. What a performance from yeah. him. Yeah. And, I mean, the first goal, great header. The second goal, what a finish. And now Aiden's ball to him, mm-hmm. fantastic as well. But just the finish into the bottom corner, just perfect. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I was kind of questioning in the El Paso game because Aijas was on the bench. He did not see the field on Saturday. And I thought maybe he could have helped in that midfield, creating you know, chasing after uh, lost balls. And, and and I think he would just would have brought another dynamic to that game. So when I saw him in the starting lineup today, along with Aiden Quinn, I said, you know what? This is going to be interesting. I think this is going to be the right, you know, uh, midfield today. You know, Lambert was not available uh, due to a non-COVID il- illness from what we were told. So it, it was good to see. And he rewarded, you know, uh, you know Juan Guerra and the rest of the team with these two goals and was ultimately was able to get uh, Rising three points. So great performance today. Uh, let's talk about the first half for a little bit. Rising definitely played a lot better during those first 45 minutes. Obviously, they got the, the first goal thanks to us. He has um, header, but they gave up that goal. Can you walk us through what happened? We were actually on the other end of the field when we yeah. saw it. So we were all confused. We had yeah. to go on the SPM Plus replay. So what happened during that play? So effectively what happens there, it's part of the, the kind of the planning that one wants. He wants him to play out of the back. And what happened there was 
Ben Lunt kind of passes it a bit further forward of Musa. James Musa, he's not necessarily paying it quite as much attention maybe as he should have at that one moment. And then he's chasing the ball and he slides. He slides to try and get it. And yeah. arguably, I think he shouldn't have gone to ground there. He opened up space. He wasn't mm-hmm. going to get to the ball. He was just opening up space for mm-hmm. the attacker to get past him. And he did. Um, but it came up after the game. We were talking about it with one. And he's like, look, multiple times this game, if you look at it, what happened, that's the game plan. And look, they're adjusting to it. They will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. If you watch it all back, they did it multiple times and they succeeded. So he's okay with it. He understands that there will be teething errors as they mm-hmm. get used to his system and, and how he wants them to play. And unfortunately, that was just kind of a byproduct of that. Yeah, yeah. When we saw the the play develop, we were all kind of confused because it just looked too simple of a play for that to happen, right? Yeah. And Rising had been playing great. Defense was communicating with the uh, the midfielder, connecting, I mean. And it, it just came out of nowhere. And actually, that was the only shot that uh, RGV had a very long uh, for a very long time this game. So for them to score off that just one mistake, that that had to hurt. So definitely, you know, something that, that Rising will take a look at. Yeah, it... It was frustrating, uh, and and look, the mm-hmm. other thing I asked uh, I asked one about on that one was, look, you go in at halftime, then you've just conceded that goal. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to the boys? And it's the message from him was one of uplifting mm-hmm. that he believes in them, that he knows that they can get get what they need to, and most importantly, what he said, and this is something he mentioned multiple times. Yeah, these boys have to understand that they can't be afraid of success. Mm. There are times where it's looked overall over the season as though they're afraid of success. And that's something they have to get over mentally. They have to to get past that. Yeah. Something that I like from the uh, the rising team today was the fact that even though they gave up that goal, coming out of the second half, they were still playing their game. They didn't put their heads down. They didn't kind of just throw their hands up in the air like we've seen them do some uh, multiple times this season. And they fought back. They said, you know what? We are in control of this game. We're going to continue to play what we've been doing uh, during the first half. And ultimately, they were able to to get on ahead uh, with that Seahawks goal. So great stuff from, from rising today. Uh, you know, but putting a little bit of context into it it is rgv but these are valuable points nonetheless well this is a six pointer Mm -hmm. absolute six pointer you know you say well it's only rgv right Mm -hmm. but that's where rising are in the table right now and if you want to prove that you are ahead of these teams you have to get results against these teams and Mm -hmm. i think today went into it at the end of the day these are the games you have to win more so even than some of the other ones like colorado springs like san diego Mm because you're not competing with those teams you're not trying to catch those teams this is a team that you're trying to stay ahead in now i will say before we move on we should probably give a shout out in here we did have a super chat all right so uh shout out to scott mitchell here saying keep up the great work guys but cheers scott we uh we know you always tune into these i appreciate it always help us out with the super (laughs) chats thanks scott yeah, yeah. Shout out to Scott there, always supporting us here at PHNX Rising. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it, it is important to get these th- uh, these three points. Looking at the table right now, just for you guys to know, to know, Las Vegas Lights, 27 games played, 37 points right now uh, in the Western uh, Conference as far as the point standings are concerned. So Rising, they get to 32 points now, 26 games played, so one, you know, game in hand. So they still have some time to make up. Yeah. Uh, and, and so this isn't a lost cause. It's only five points. So looking forward to Saturday, you know, we won't dive in too much into it, but that is an important game, right? They've, they've yeah. shown that they can beat uh, Colorado, but that Colorado that they face here at Wild Horse Pass, that was a Colorado that looked beaten, that looked tired. So it's going to be a different, a different game come Saturday. Absolutely. But I take a point in that game now. This was the important one. I mm-hmm. feel as though this team over the three game stretch of this one, yeah. Colorado and Oakland, they need to find somewhere right around seven points, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
They got the three points tonight that they need. A draw against Colorado and a win against Oakland, I'll take it. Yeah. It's really about getting that momentum going in the right direction, which is what they have done tonight. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's good. Today was whether you whether it was as, as beautiful a win as we've become accustomed in past years to seeing. It, it or not, it doesn't really matter. What matters is you get three points. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at Four Peaks. So if you guys haven't yet, make sure to enter the Toast of the Month sweepstakes. And if you do, you have an opportunity to win a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. And if you go to PHNN, you can actually sign up at gophnx.com or click the link on the link in the show notes to sign up. And remember, guys, you must be 21 years or older and make sure to enjoy responsibly. So uh, a lot of the PHNX folks were over there at Four Peaks today and they were they gave out the the first winner or the, the winner today of the Toast of the Month for the month of August. Man, it's already August, man. We're going to September. It's September like tomorrow. <laughs> God, it's sneaking up on us. We've got a month and a half of this season left. I blinked. Playoffs. I blinked. You know, we were we were playing value or Rising was playing Valley United here, and I blinked. And now, you know, we have a few games left in the season. Which so. Valley United preseason or Open Cup? Uh, pre-season. both of which we still had hopes. Yeah, yeah, back then, way back. Yeah, then. we've aged about ten years on this podcast. You've gotten Look to watch bags, it. man. Yeah, it There's feels like of- it's gone by <laughs> in about ten seconds, but we've aged about ten years. Before we move on, shout out to oh Tori. Tor- Do I really have something? I thought I thought uh, Owen was going to tell me something. Yeah, there's a there's a booger in your nose, Ramon. According to Tori, can I see it. I can't I- see it on the screen. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Tori. Uh, but thank you nonetheless for the chat. The boys look more confident all night than they have all year. Yeah. I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. I think that there was definitely an improvement in the confidence. I think that there was also uh, an element of just getting used to this new system that that. Juan wants to implement. And I know Luis told us that after the game. He said, look, it's it's starting to come together. Uh, they're working on the confidence there. It, it's it, it's just get coming together slowly. But yeah, the problem, of course, is, is that because of the timing of the move and, and when they brought Juan in, there wasn't much, there isn't much room to maneuver mm-hmm. at all. So look, at this point, good steps. You just got to keep it going like this. That's yeah. the problem. You've got to keep riding that positive kind of train of just picking up results like this Mm -hmm. because there isn't space anymore to to drop points yeah yeah no room for mistakes let's take a look at the numbers behind the numbers and uh kind of let you guys know what happened as far as those are concerned uh of course rising out the victory two goals to one 53 percent possession uh 47 to rgv toros 14 shots on tar um total uh, shots for rising 15 for rgv toros and Five shots on target for rising and two for the Toros. But uh, the, the key stat that I want to kind of, you know, uh, zone in on right now is the possession. 53 possession, uh, 53% possession for rising. And that's not something that you typically see, at least with this rising team at this season. Uh, typically, they kind of sit back a little bit, let the other team you know, kind of dictate what's going on as far as possession, and then they strike. But in this situation, I loved it. You know, I like the fact that they, they said, hey, you know what, let's dictate the game. Let's kind of do our own thing, and and I think it worked out for them. And I think you're you're seeing that Juan Guerra philosophy creep in into this team, and, and they're uh, executing on the field. Exactly, and that is his philosophy. It's what he's told us all along. Mm-hmm. Is that it goes beyond just what was a very vertical Rick Shantz type team into one that's more about keeping the ball, getting the ball, holding on to it, uh, and playing football in that kind of way, rather than just winning the ball and trying to kill the opposition in transition. Now. 
One thing he did mention late in the game, mm -hmm. there's still some elements to learn in terms of game management, especially late on. Uh, the team probably could have taken a step back. Probably didn't need to be quite as vertical as they were. Mm -hmm. uh, probably could have tried to kill a bit more clock with, with the ball at their feet yeah. rather than trying to attack, especially 2-1 up. You want to try and take some time out of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's, again, something that he said they're going to learn in, in, in weeks to come. Yeah. It's going to work. It, it's just a a question of letting it kind of mm -hmm. tick on. Yeah, one situation, you know, kind of to add on to that was that Rapetto uh, last minute kind of breakaway that he had. You know, in, in my point of view, at that point, yes, you can go for the goal, but if you feel like you're not 100% sure about, you know, maybe beating your defender or getting a shot on target that's going to be successful, then take it to the corner flag. Kill some time, try to get a foul, try to get a corner, and that way you can run down the clock. Because as someone in the comments just pointed out, those five minutes were <laughs> the the extra, yeah. the stoppage time seemed to go on forever. And that did not help Rising whatsoever. And so at then in that situation, I think maybe Rising just needs to be a little bit more, work a little bit more uh, smarter, you know, in that situation yeah. and make sure that they kill the clock. The other thing that didn't help there is that Ryan Flood was on his last legs. I saw Musa um, he, literally throwing him. <laughs> he was he was struggling. Of yeah. course, we saw him go down in stoppage time mm -hmm. and receive treatment. He did finish the game. However, a minute that final whistle went, he just collapsed on the yeah. ground. We asked after the game about his status. They don't yet have an update. Mm -hmm. Of course, it came very late. We're going to have to wait and see mm -hmm. how they evaluate him. I personally wouldn't be surprised given that he was helped off the field yeah. after the game. Uh, he had someone under his arm, you mm -hmm. know, helping him walk off. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him not available for Saturday. Mm. Or at the very least, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the bench. He yeah. did not look fit. Mm -hmm. uh, it looked as though, especially earlier in the second half, I mentioned it, it looked as though he was limping a little bit on that mm -hmm. one leg. It was only then in the second, later in the second half, you saw him completely yeah. almost collapse on it. And even yeah. after that point, every time he was running, it looked like he was grimacing a little bit. It, it didn't look healthy. Yeah. Um, you think that's it's due to the fact that he just hasn't played lately? And, possibly, you know, he's, very possibly. And he's been working back from some things as yeah. well. Um, he's not been 100% fit. But look, I'd hope to see that him available in the near future, mm -hmm. especially because, you know, he's been building this positive momentum ever since one has arrived. Yep. But we're going to have to wait and see because he didn't look like he was in the best shape when he went off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and he's, he, I think he was a, a key component to that defense. On, I don't think he really went up the field as much as I feel like he would want or I feel like he should be going up. But that's because he had Babu and, uh, Sant, uh, and Santi Moore as well, kind of occupying that space on the left flank. So, yeah. Right. And that was, that. that's something again that was touched on in the post game is that at the end of the day, what Juan is looking for in that team when they set up like that mm -hmm. is for a lot of attacking threat out of Daniel King and out of Babacar Jai. And they might have to, he, he accepts that they might have to forego some of the defensive duties mm -hmm. because they're being so attack-minded mm -hmm. in those positions. But he's really looking to them to attack. So, yeah, when you've got Ryan Flood out there, he's going to be a bit more negative, a bit more negative at least than perhaps we'd like to see him. We know he's very capable of being a very attack-minded player himself yeah. and fitting in that kind of a role. But, hey, it's... No, yeah. and, I, and I think that's fine. If he's, you know, doing his duties defensively and the team's performing up, up uh, up on the field that's fine you know i just know that he wants to go up there he showed us uh, when he was in el paso when he got that opportunity that he can make a difference whenever he goes on the attack so definitely something uh to keep an eye on. and we'll update you on if we hear anything in regards to ryan flood's condition one yes, thing sir. i will say we got some comments in here about santi uh yeah. we've also got 
We brought up the breakaway. You brought mm-hmm. up the Repetto breakaway late on. Yeah. I think we should talk about the earlier Santi breakaway. Mm-hmm. Now, that one for me was a question of, I think what we're seeing there manifested is Santi's lack of confidence at times from this season. Yeah. Um, and I think we saw that manifest in that breakaway. Last season, he'd have chipped the keeper on that one. He'd have taken it on himself. Yeah. He'd have tried to chip it over the keeper. This time, he was looking for Luis. And... <sighs> It's disappointing because I do think that the correct answer there is he should be shooting that ball. Mm-hmm. But if Luis was further up, it's almost like he was just lacking the awareness of how far yeah. back Luis was. Yeah. He wasn't ever getting to that ball. If Luis was practically level with him, I agree. Yeah. I understand you think, round the keeper, easier goal. Just take the easier goal. But he didn't. He wasn't that far up the field. And, mm-hmm. and Santi needs to take that shot on himself. Yeah, no, I thought so as well. I was, I was kind of throwing up my hands. I even tutored about it because... These are the situations that could kind of jumpstart Santi more, you know, especially this late in the season. If he gets a breakaway and he's able to get a goal in the back of the net, that his confidence is going to shoot through the roof. And I think I think that's the reason I was more upset. It wasn't the fact that he just didn't take the shot. It's that the reward at the end of the road, if he does make that shot, it's just going to be insane. It's going to be a, a morale boost for him, the rest of the team. And it, it could it's just going to boost him into a level that we've seen him reach before. And so for him not to take the shot, exactly like you're saying, the confidence is just not there. And last season, he would have taken that, you know, 10 out of 10 times, but this season is just, it's just not there to, uh, for, for Santi more. So it is disappointing, but hopefully he's able to get more opportunities. He did give that assist to, to, uh, we've been seeing mm-hmm. the assist. That's mm-hmm. the thing here. We've been seeing the assist from him. Now we just need that goal, yeah. get that goal. And I feel as though he will start to pick that confidence up. Yeah. You just need that goal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of the the players from Rising, let's take a look at the DraftKings King of the Game. You uh, wonder who might that I be? I wonder who it might be. Oh, it's <laughs> Luis Sejas. There you go. There you go. Two goals. Who would have guessed? 70 touches. Look at his stats. 48 out of 52 passes. 92% on that. So definitely you can see the quality there from Luis Sejas in one key pass. So Luis Sejas, the DraftKings King of the Game for today. So definitely. What a player. Yeah, he is one hell of a player. I think you have to just recognize if you're a rising fan, this is clearly someone again who has come here towards the end of his career, mm-hmm. having played at a much higher level. And you can see it at times out there. You see just the awareness, uh, the just all around reading of the game mm-hmm. from him. Uh, and the fact that he picks those shots up, I mean, look, the legs aren't always there, they don't always stay with you. You can't always be as quick or as have the same stamina that you had when you were young. Yeah. But if you can pick out a shot like that, you can pick out a shot like that. It's exactly like we saw with Didier Drogba when he mm-hmm. came here, you know? If you can shoot in those kind of positions, yeah. it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still shoot from those positions. Yeah, and you can tell whenever he gets the ball and he has a, you know, a, a glimmer of space, he's looking to put it on his left foot and just launch, launch that shot. So it, that's the quality that he brings, and that's why he needs to be on the field. Um, and I said, like I said earlier, you know, I was kind of disappointed he didn't see the field in El Paso. I thought he could have made a difference, but he certainly made that difference today. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, y'all, let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at DraftKings. So, as you guys know, NFL is around the corner and a new football season is about to begin. So you guys can get ready for NFL Week 1 with uh, by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you use promo code PHNX, you can get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Shout out to DraftKings. Yeah, NFL's back, baby. Let's do it. 
Um, not the right kind of football, but it's no, okay. We'll, we'll let it slide. <laughs> we'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, if you guys are watching us right now, make sure to hit that like button. It really helps us out here. Uh, helps the YouTube algorithm, as they call it, and uh, distributes our show everywhere so people can see us worldwide. Um, but yeah, Owen, oh, it's just uh, it's a great feeling, you know. I'm kind of like sometimes numb when when Rising gets a W, you know, because you're kind of we we've been really negative this season, and we a lot of things has happened. But it's good to you know be out here after a W, those three points. It kind of gives you a little bit of hope, you know, to is, to see if Rising can make the postseason. Wednesday night victory beer. We do need one. I think we might be having a Wednesday night victory <laughs> beer when we get home tonight. Um, a couple of other things we should just uh, talk about. Uh, yeah. Just thinking what came out of the press conference. Uh, so I asked uh, one about what it was like, obviously, being back here for the first time this season in front of the fans here. And he said, look, for footballers, and this is something he's been kind of trying to instill in them, for footballers, it's easy to just take and take and take and take. You've mm-hmm. got to give back. And on a night like tonight, you've got to give back to the fans that have come out, you've got to give back to, he mentioned specifically those people who drove all the way to El Paso to watch that game. You've got to give back to them. Mm-hmm. To the kids that came out here on a Wednesday night, you've got to give back to them. You've got to give back to the owners who are putting faith in you. You've got to just generally give back. And he mm-hmm. feels that that's what they did with this result tonight. And yeah. so he's really happy after a, a very hectic week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the admits has just been a, an incredibly hectic week for both himself and his family. Uh, that it's it, it's a great feeling to finally get this result, which is in the context of the season potentially a massive result as it mm-hmm. comes down to keeping them in the race at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As far as the being thankful, you know, I definitely saw that in El Paso after the loss. He was, you know, a lot of the players were just shaking hands with with the El Paso players and kind of going towards the dugouts. But Juan was the one that was heading towards the section where all the rising supporters were. And he was clapping and he was making sure to kind of egg on the other players to make sure that they give their thanks because it, it is a long drive. But, you know, the, the, the fans are spending their money to go support the team. And, and I do admire that, you know, seeing being being part of the press and, and the media. I do notice those things when it comes to the, from the coaches. And, and Juan certainly showed that um, on Saturday. But, yeah, great result. You know, it's it's like you're saying, it's been a hectic week. He's literally got here last week. And so it's it's still... You know, it's it's going to take a little bit of time for everything to adjust, but you you see the results of the training and the hard work that's already been put into this team by getting by this W today. So it, hopefully, you know, they can build on that on Saturday. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. But of course, very different game on Saturday. Colorado yeah. Springs. Yeah, for sure. Let's take a quick break, guys, and talk about OG's Rants. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to enter the Flavoring Life sweepstakes, because if you do, I don't know if we got the, the graphic up, but if you do, you can look like Derek right there. Yeah, Derek looks really happy, doesn't he? He almost This is the look of people who have just witnessed Rising finally win a game <laughs> for about first time in, what, a month? That's what we should be looking at. It is about a month, isn't it? Yeah, yeah July. Some, end of July was the last one. But yeah, yeah, if you guys enter the sweepstakes, you guys can receive, if you win, three bags of OGs, including orange creamsicle and tropical flavors, an OGs hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. And you guys can sign up for the sweepstakes at gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes. And you can also check out OGs online at their website, ogsbrands.com, and on Instagram at ogsbrands. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary. And remember, you must be 21 years or older to, port- to purchase. You know who needs some OGs? They're talking about it in the chat here. Arturo Rodriguez. My man needs to chill out a little bit. Come it's coming on. a little hot the past few he comes in. He comes in, and we're talking up here in the press box about Let's take the odds on how many minutes it is until he uh, picks up a yellow card, right? <laughs> We're getting used to it by now. Look, he is a fantastic player. 
he doesn't have to lose his head quite so much. I know, yes, you want that energy, but come on, come on, Arturo, don't. You don't need to pick up a yellow card the first 10 minutes every game. You yeah. just don't. It's okay. Yeah. You can chill. Breathe. Yeah. No, I agree. He came, deep breath. he came in a little hot, started talking to to the ref. And, and the ref, I wasn't happy with the, a lot of the calls that he had today. I think there were some missed yellow cards. There was one in particular I think you mentioned, which was a breakaway where he just— It was a textbook. Santimoa brought down, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was textbook stopping a promising attack. Yeah, and, so I could, no I could see there. the frustration. I know where that stems from. But, yeah, you, you got to chill out a little bit. They need you on the field. You know, Greg Hurst wasn't at his best today. I feel like he did do a lot of running up top, but ultimately he wasn't able to create the impact. But when you insert Arturo Rodriguez in there, it's a different ball game. And so Rising really need Arturo to be on the field, be creative, and just be himself. But see, the comments on the referee today, fine. I understand it if he gets frustrated when he comes in in any given game. Mm -hmm. But it's every given game. <laughs> that's why we're picking up on yeah, this trend yeah. here. Um, and that's where the problem is, really. It's just got to be a little bit more chill, mm -hmm. a little bit calmer. Come on, we know... It, take that energy and put it into your play, yeah. not into shouting at the officials every game. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We, we need them out there, you know? We, we missed them for a good chunk of the season, so we, we want to see them out there for sure. All right, Owen. Um, yeah, man, it's just, you know, I do enjoy the victory. There, there are some things I feel like they can improve on. I think, you know, I, I'm not sure, you know, after that first game, J.J. Williams was here. You know, I think he's kind of simmered down a little bit. What are your feelings on that? I'm not sure, that? though. I'm not again, sure. I know it's not him, you know, particularly. But again, but. it's about getting the ball to the center forward. And it's something that I think they're still struggling with is getting the ball to the center forward in the right spots. Mm -hmm. We saw, of course, look, he scored in, um, he scored here against Colorado Springs in his debut. Mm -hmm. He scored away to Orange County. He put the ball on the back of the net against El Paso, but he was in an offside position. Yep. This is a guy who can find the net. He is a proper striker. He is a poacher. You get him the ball in a good spot, he will find the back of the net mm -hmm. nine times out of ten. Yeah. And they're just not quite working it into the right places for him. And that's where the problem is. Look, he is just not getting the service. How do you, as a striker... It's hard to make things happen because if you're trying to make things happen as a striker, you're dropping deep. Mm -hmm. You're moving away from the place where you're going to be most dangerous. Where you're needed, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so that's the problem. It's kind of a catch-22 in some ways because what do you do? Do you go out trying to find the service or do you kind of stay where you are? Well, really should be, which yeah. is leading the line. Uh, and just accept the fact that there isn't really any service coming to you and you may get maybe one ball all game. Yeah. And I remember particularly in the first half, that's when a lot of crosses were heading this way. I think the RGV keeper got to a couple of them and he wasn't able to properly head the ball or at least on, on target. So, you know, there were a couple of services there. But, yeah, I think overall the entire offense just has to do a better job of just getting him the ball. They saw what he can do. The first game when he was I wanna here. I want to see it come to his feet. Yeah. I want to see that ball played into his feet because mm -hmm. we know what he can do with his feet. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course he can head the ball. He's a big enough guy, right? Yeah. I want to see it played into his feet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Babu, uh, he he had a few opportunities, and uh, you know, it's just I think they're at rawhide. The balls that he kicked, <laughs> it's just it, it just wasn't good. Uh, we'll have to go and check on our cars now. And yeah, I don't sure know if you have all, a broken window over there. Reasonable. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, he I think he plays well. I just think the finishing is the issue. You know, I. I I like him up top, but once he gets in the box and it's time to to get get the ball on target, I think that's the, you know, the apart from the decision making sometimes as well, 
that's the part that maybe is holding uh, Babu a little bit back. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's partly the finishing and it's partly just the final ball in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the final ball isn't always there with him. He has the pace and that kind of electricity when he runs at mm-hmm. people that he can he can create chances in that sense, but he doesn't quite have the the final ball to actually create anything out of that yeah. kind of chance that he's creating. So that's where the problem lies. But hey, you know what? I feel like we've had our share of negativity for the night, yeah? Mm-hmm. But we had our share of negativity for the night. Should we put the negativity to bed? Let's put it over there. Yeah. Let's put let's it to bed it. because <laughs> Phoenix Rising won 2-1 tonight. Three points against right. RGV. Now only five points back on the playoffs with a game in hand. Feeling good. Feeling good heading to Two Saturday. games in hand in El pa- on El Paso. Same points. Yeah. So there's still definitely an opportunity there. Uh, Tyler over here in the chat, he says, uh, totally wasted. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> That's what we like to see, Tyler. I love that, Tyler. Thank you for totally wasted. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's been it's been a great night. Wednesday midweek game. Uh, you know, hectic schedule. Yeah, that's one way of putting it for sure. One way of putting it. <laughs> but yeah, we will be back on uh, Saturday after the Colorado Springbacks game. So hopefully, with another positive, another positive post game show. Um, we do. Uh, before we take off, guys, we do want to talk uh, about our friends at More Furniture. If you guys don't know yet, they hooked us up at the studio, our brand new studio, uh, with all the furniture and all the uh, all the good stuff over there, the, the whole nine yards. And we encourage you to check them out. You know, they've been really nice to us, so maybe you guys can help them out as well. They're having a Labor Day sale, so that means, you know, we're going to have some time this weekend, right? So check out their website. Visit morefurniture.com. Check them out. All the cool stuff. You got some recliners, some couches. Well, you need. You can take a look. You know, I, I probably need a new couch as well. Get yeah, so yourself something in quickly. You know, ready yeah. for the uh, away games that are all coming up. Yeah, there you go. Get, your... get it in for the away games mm-hmm. and relax at home watching them on TV. If exactly. you're not heading out there, there you go. Although, of course, if San Diego, if you can make it there, I'm repeating my cry. If you can make it to San Diego, get yourself to San Diego. I also found out another thing about that date that Rising is going to be playing San Diego is that actually Bad Bunny is going to be in San Diego the same night. So that's probably so going to be Bad Bunny's going to be there that night. It's going to be San Diego waiver opening their new stadium in mm. San Diego. No one in San Diego is going to that loyal game. Get yourself to San Diego. Take over Torero. Owen can fit two more people in his car. So I can't because I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, make sure to go there and support Rising. It's going to be a great game. I, I'm going to try to make it. You know, Paso was Come a great on. time. You don't have an option. You are coming. I'm going to try to make it. We'll see. I don't want to drive. That's the one. Thing. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can find some flights. But, uh, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We will be back on Saturday again for the post-game show. Uh, and tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah we you almost know. forgot. We're going to be my, on tomorrow. I'm, my day, I'm all screwed up because I thought yesterday was Monday. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm all sorts of uh, out of there. But, yeah, we will be back tomorrow talk about that Colorado Springs Springbacks uh, switchbacks game uh, and uh, hopefully you know we can have some more fun tomorrow as well any last thoughts uh, Owen three points time to go home and have a uh, beer, victory beer. beer 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 yeah yeah shout out to a Maves here uh, Tyler Corey uh, we got another Tyler in the chat Bonnie good to see you as always uh, we got Thomas Tori thank you so much for joining us I know it's late on a Wednesday it's a school night you know but uh, we always appreciate that three points it's a school night no Reese Where's Reese? I saw him in the stands. He tunes in when he's in school and we're going live because the coach is left. But not when when it's a school night. probably needs his eight hours, you know? He needs his sleep. He needs his sleep. All right, y'all. Shout out to our producer, Shane. Thank you so much for staying up with us. And again, we will be back tomorrow. We're going to have another show. Make sure to tune in there. And until then, make sure to follow us on Twitter as well. Twitter uh, Twitter account is phnx underscore underscore rising. 
double the underscores, double the fun. That is right. All right, y'all, signing off from Wild Horse Pass, Ramon Chavez, Owen Evans. Until next time, take care. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.